Hello, my name is Tanya, and welcome to podcast number 12, Accelerated Acquisition of Language, Reading Together. Be brave enough to embark on the adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to my podcast about how to strengthen and create intentional families. It is great to have you with us. I hope that your week was abundant. Was it a garden week, a desert week, or a jungle week for your family? Are there benches and chairs in your garden to sit and enjoy a good book? Whatever your family looks like or feels like at any given moment is okay, and each is beautiful in its own way. We are here to strengthen the foundation of whatever type of family you have with what I call the foundational five, balance, structure, faith, personalization, and practice. Did someone read you stories growing up? Did your father or mother read to you or tell you bedtime stories? Did your grandmother or grandfather hold you on their lap and read you children's stories? Did your teacher at school read a book to the class that you remember fondly or not so fondly? Do you dislike reading? Why? Where do these feelings originate from? Do you love reading? What instigated your love of reading? Was it a specific book series or a specific teacher or a parent? There are few things I am more passionate about than reading to and with our children. In addition to reading us the scriptures every morning, I remember epic car trips when my mother would read to us long chapter books. Long before the cell phone was invented, she read to us Chester I Love You, The Windwalker, Old Yeller, and Where the Red Fern Grows. Inevitably, she would have us all crying by the end. Not sure why she chose books that had sad endings, but I remember them vividly, and I remember fondly her efforts to read to us. Emily Buchwald wisely stated that children are made readers on the laps of their parents. A Chinese proverb quaintly said, A book is like a garden carried in a pocket. A professor of English literature informed his amused class I started reading Yates to my children when they were one week old. I would have started earlier, but they wouldn't let me into the nursery at the hospital. (laughs) I thought that was really great. Marilyn J. Adams, doctor of psychology and cognition, stated that reading aloud with children is known to be the single most important activity for building the knowledge and skills they will eventually require for learning to read. Albert Einstein added, If you want your children to be intelligent, read them fairy tales. If you want them to be even more intelligent, read them more fairy tales. Author Victor Hugo summarized reading as, To learn to read is to light a fire. And then fiction writer Ray Bradbury exclaimed, There are worse crimes than burning books. One of them is not reading them. One book genre I love to read are autobiographies. When I read the autobiography of C.S. Lewis, arguably one of the most famous Christian writers of all time, I learned he was born with a disability in his hands. The disability was in his thumbs, and it made it so he could not shoot a gun or catch a ball. So when all the other boys were out doing these other activities, C.S. Lewis was in his father's huge library reading. That is how, by the age of seven, he learned to read English and French and then went on to read and write fluently Greek, Latin, and Italian. 
His love of reading opened up to him new worlds, and then he opened up new worlds to us. This is a fine example of how a disability can become a strength. In research from Ohio State University, one study found that children whose parents read to them five books a day enter kindergarten having heard about 1.4 million more words than children whose parents never read to them. I'm going to repeat this. Children whose parents read to them five books a day enter kindergarten having heard about 1.4 million more words than children whose parents never read to them. This is huge with a large E. Do you want your children to be successful in school and life in general? The very most important thing you can do after teaching them faith in God is to teach them to read by reading books with them. Parents who read to their children one picture book a day expose their children to an estimated 78,000 words per year. That is just one book a day. That's amazing. This accelerated acquisition of language rolls over into all other areas of learning, including math, geography, science, vocabulary, and especially literacy. A survey conducted by YouGov for the nonprofit Read Aloud 15 Minutes finds that fewer than half of parents read aloud to their children every day. The survey underscores that most parents, 59%, believe in the benefits of reading aloud, but it also highlights the fact that many parents don't make it a priority. Nearly 40% of parents who aren't reading aloud said they just can't find time in the day. Another study stated that two-thirds of children who cannot read by the fourth grade will end up in jail or on welfare. That is a sobering statistic of how important reading to children is. Once a child can read, their whole world opens up. They can read everywhere they go. They can learn new information just walking down the street, riding in a car and reading street signs, sitting in a restaurant. They can read the instructions in their school classes and on and on and on. Reading is empowering on every level. Reading helps to train and develop your child's brain to relax, focus, listen, and concentrate. These skills are highly needed in today's society. Reading stimulates imagination and curiosity while improving memory and communication. It gives everyone self-confidence and a wonderful sense of achievement. There are many ways to make time for reading with children. My favorite way to read to my little children was we would read before nap time each day. This helped them to focus and calm down and look forward to nap time. As my children grew older, we would read together after school and at bedtime. I would read to them and they would read to me stories they were excited to share. There were times when I thought if I had to read, go dog go one more time, I would implode. <laughs> but somehow I survived and I lived to tell the tale. As our children became teenagers, we would still read stories to and with them. My husband read them J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. Our teenage children love to read stories with us. I fondly remember my son reading with me the Leviathan series. We would also listen to books on tape when we went on long car rides or I would read a story to them. These are my fondest memories of parenting. Absolutely nothing, nothing compared to that precious time snuggling up with my children. 
and a good book and having wonderful essential conversations about the world. Now that my children are grown, we regularly share good books we are reading and learning from. One drawback to having children that have accelerated acquisition of language is that it sometimes brings them into proximity to books that are beyond their current level of emotional development. There is one caution I would like to give. In today's world, there are so many wonderful and amazing books, and there are so many books that can be destructive. When our children are under the age of 14, we need to monitor their books very carefully. It's not realistic, and it just takes too much time to read every book that your child is reading. There are, however, websites that you can go to that will give parents a summary of what is in a particular book so you don't have to feel like you need to read every one. I had ongoing conversations with my children about books they were reading and regularly checked the books for lewd and foul language and pornography. In these essential conversations about books, you can teach your children to become their own filters of good and educational books. Create a simple checklist with them of how to monitor whether a book is worth their time reading or not. This simple, less than 10 items book checklist could be created together with input from your children in a family meeting like I addressed in podcast 10. In summary, every family should have a garden of beautiful books full of knowledge and imagination, unexpected climaxes, nefarious villains, inspiring character arcs, and hero's journeys. J.K. Rowling said, if you don't like to read, you haven't found the right book. Dr. Seuss added, you are never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read to a child. Then Carl Sagan exclaimed, one glance at a book and you hear the voice of another person, perhaps someone dead for a thousand years. To read is to voyage through time. Strickland Gillian wrote this poem. You may have tangible wealth untold, caskets of jewels and coffers of gold. Richer than I, you can never be, because I had a parent who read to me. Meaningful and intentional learning is goal-oriented and the active creation of knowledge. So in this podcast, I offer challenges and encouragement to help you create and apply knowledge. I challenge you this week to set aside 10 minutes to read with your children each day. It could be individual reading one-on-one with a particular child, or you could read to them in a group. I found that my children loved the one-on-one time with me, especially when they got to choose the book. In future episodes, we will delve deeper into topics like counseling together, family responsibility, self-regulation, and emotional intelligence. I will release a new podcast every Thursday, so look for it on Spotify, SoundCloud, BandLab, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcast Connect. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast and share it with your favorite people. Send me your thoughts or questions you want me to address. Tell me what you would like to learn more about. Also, tell me what happened when you applied this principle in your family. Be sure to join us next week to learn about the mathematical magic of music. Remember the five foundational family principles, balance and gymnastics, consistency and ice cream, faith and fight songs, personalization and power, practice and horses. Thanks for joining us today. Focus on the foundational five to strengthen and create an intentional family. Beware, it's a jungle out there.